All right, it's Forrest Hall and uh, Antoinette Allen. I have her hidden here today. I, she wrote an interesting blog about, you know, singles and Valentine's Day. And, you know, our conversation just went so far with it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to put this as my inaugural uh, Real Church Matters podcast. Um, so this is the first one. There'll be more to come. And, you know, I, I just want to give an interesting perspective about what I believe I'm very passionate about what I believe I'm not ashamed of what I believe and I feel like this year I wanted to really amplify the signal of for the voice that God has given so without further ado yeah so tell us about the the uh, blog that you were starting for Valentine's Day um, well, basically, it came to me because, um, you know, a lot of times around Valentine's Day, everybody's, you know, all on your timeline, all you're seeing are people talking about where's my Valentine and or reaching out for to people for Valentine. Um, and I just wanted to create something for believers just to know that it's okay and to remind them what our purpose is as, as people beyond being single, you know. We, we get caught up in those titles and it gets hard to stay focused. Yeah, I mean, it, it does get hard to stay focused for for a bunch of reasons. Um, I guess when when I was when I was looking at what you were sharing and w- won't you just sh- kind of share a little bit of it? So a little bit of what I was sharing was basically just redefining in our minds what single means. Because so often we focus on what the world deems it as, you know, you, you, you're lonely, you're, you know, you're by yourself, you don't have anybody. And just redefining it as believers, because that's not what it, it means. It means that we are, we are called people. When you look at the definition of single, it means uh, to be singled out, to be called out. So we're, we're special and we, we have a purpose. And um, a lot that I used to underscore that was the whole thing about being single-minded. So having one aim, one goal, which is to please God. Right. And I think you used uh, Matthew 6, 33, seek ye first the kingdom right. and all his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree that we, we should be seeking the kingdom. We should be seeking it um, in all of its righteousness, as he said, in all of his his laws, his teachings and all of his ways. We should be te- seeking to know what God wants from us. But I don't know if that's the way it's taught. You know, when people think about dating, when they think about being single or being finding a, a someone, the the energy that's put into that is it's not something that that is frowned upon or taught against. It's something that we embrace yeah. and we use the scriptures to embrace, to embrace it. it yep. And so like you're saying something that this divisive. Yeah. And people, people are not going to agree with that. They're not going to like that. But what made you take that stance? What made you say, you know what? I feel like as a single, I should be putting my energies to seeking God. Not just because, you know, Matthew 633 said it, right? but you know, how old are you? 26. You're 26. You're single, mm-hmm. right? Yep. <laughs> you laughing? <laughs> it makes me happy. Like, I don't all know. right, it makes you happy. So you're single, 
you're 26 and you have this stance right here. And I just want to walk through it. So you can start off by just saying, you know, why or what prompted you to, to kind of take that on as, as the way that you're going to live your life. Because a lot, a lot of what I've been thinking about, um, even as I was writing the post, I just was thinking about how much time and energy I used to put into relationships and trying to make stuff work and trying to, you know, get to know people. And all this time and energy, I feel like that it, when I look back now to the person I am now, all that time was kind of like misallocated. Like, I feel like that's time and energy I could have been putting into the things God was leading me to do. Why do you feel like it was wasted time? Because it, it profited me nothing. <laughs> like, I, I look back, I, mean, I barely, I barely text those people. I barely even talk to these people anymore. You know, it's like. I know, but in the in the context of those relationships, they seem fruitful at the time. They seem yeah. enjoyable. Like, you know, you could scroll back through your instagram you can see times where you're with those people you're smiling you can maybe look back at your te- phone and text conversations you guys had and maybe i love you's were shared at some <laughs> point may you know why now do you look back in hindsight and say that was wasted times i mean some people because. feel like uh you know there's a quote that people say it's better to have loved and lost than to never have loved at all Understand. You know what I'm saying? So, so why do you feel like that was wasted time? Because none of that added to my relationship with God. Like none of I, it may not have necessarily taken away from it, but it none of that stuff I can look back on and say I was in God's will. I was, you know, doing what He wanted me to do. You know what so, I mean? I wasn't. Yeah, no, I understand, and, and I think it's interesting that that we can get into this point where we do, we don't look at ourselves as being Christians and that following of Christ is literally operating like him in everything that we do. Every fiber of our being should be to glorify God. It should be to glorify him in us right. so that whatever we do, that reflective energy of God is evident. In everything we not do. just in what I say, not just in how I dress, not just in where I go, but in every action, there's a there's an echo of God's presence in my life. Right. For for me to say, I'm a Christian, I love God, all of that, but then over I'm here, right, is my love life. Right. I get this stuff to myself. Like this is my stuff. God gets this stuff. This time allocated for that and yeah they never blur together yeah because you're, you're like you know and, and then when you do see it people trying to uh kind of and i don't want to bash people but people trying to teach this stuff and they say you know bring god in the bedroom now you got you know <laughs> kirk franklin stomp playing while you're going you know knee praying deep. before <laughs> or you're praying before like you're praying here. after <laughs> like you're doing all of this stuff to try to merge the worlds together Instead of not trying to look at God as some foreign object, a foreign entity that you're inviting into your world. Right. But that you make your world his, his world. world. Yep. That he's not um, he's not a, a, a guest. Right. He's not a third person in a menage a trois. Right. You know, God is the center and focus in all that you are. And then when you do the things that he God ordained and God created right 
These are God inspired things. So when you're committing the act of sex, you're committing it in pleasure to God because you're doing it according to his will. How am I? How do I know I'm doing it to his will? I'm doing it to his will because I sought him in everything and whatever he added to me was his gift to me was his will. So when I com- commit myself to that person that he gave me, I didn't go and get right. that he gave me, then I'm completing his will. Uh, he, he looks down at that and he smiles at that. But that, I think I think people don't see the difference between receiving something from God and, and them chasing something. I feel like that gets blurred together, too. Absolutely. Because you, you date all these people and you're like, I'm just waiting for God to tell me who's the right one. It's like, but you're you're not chasing him. You're you're trying to chase something instead of waiting for him to give you something. All right, but but let's take that 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 whole thought process. They say he that find a for wife find a for good thing. Even that, right? yeah. You look at that scripture. People say, you know, hey man, you know, we live in a world where, you know, if you don't go and get it, you ain't gonna get it. You know, one thing that uh, James Evans said on Good Times is when Thelma said. She's playing hard to get. He said, you play hard to get, but hard to get, don't get got. Right. And so the the perspective of the woman is always, if I sit here and do what you telling me to do, I'll probably be lonely. Yeah. If I sit here and seek God and don't put my energy towards pursuing I- men or pursuing a, a companion or someone I'm just out here just trying to be happy. You know, when we, we get into these concepts with people, it frustrates them. Yeah. Cause it's like, I think it makes them realize like, I'm not really about this life. Like they start, you start thinking like, I, I thought, you know, I, this is something that I should work towards. And then when you start realizing what it really looks like and what it really takes, you start talking yourself out of it yeah. because you're not getting what you want. Or you even look at the, the, the scripture that I referenced. He that findeth a wife, findeth a good thing. Yes, he that findeth. But how can you find that There's which is not that. revealed to you? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're, you're finding something. How can you find it? He didn't say you're searching for it. Right. He didn't say you're seeking it. He just said that you would find it. It would be, uh, you know, we use these words and, and it's just crazy. Like. Finding is not the same as seeking. Searching, yeah. It's not like you were you thing. were walking upon your way and you found Find something. something. Yep. You know, I'm walking down the street and all of a sudden there's a dollar and yep. I'm like, yo, where'd you get that dollar from? I found it. Yep. Ain't that crazy? You was not looking for <laughs> I it. I wasn't looking for it. I <laughs> you wasn't, wasn't expecting searching it. on uh Tinder for it. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting it. It wasn't my modus operandi, it wasn't my focus. It is something that I found. And when we happen upon the way of God, that's what righteousness is. The way of God. When we happen upon the way of God, you are going to find things along the way. That's right. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So when people try to attribute one word finding and try to marry it to the word seek, you know, please, please. Because here's the thing. The there, there's two factors that I'm always paying attention to. Number one, the tool in which you use to find something is malfunctioning. 
or in your case, it's you not my function. <laughs> well, well, for the man, oh, <laughs> okay, he's not necessarily using his mind yeah. to find. Right, he's, he's using that other mind. He's using his other that uh, the, that other thing, and he's using that. We need that, a term for it, probably. Uh, he's using his second mind. Second mind. Okay. He's using his natural mind. <laughs> There you go. Right. So in the natural sense of things, a man is constantly looking for something. But the things he uses in order to look for it only attract or detect the thing that actually draws him away from God. Yep. So I'm looking for a wife, but I'm looking for a wife through the lens of lust, yep. through the lens of desire. Through the lens of what? Just being pleased. What can please you? What can please me? Yep. And I, if I asked anybody what makes you happy, they can list off a million things. Yep. And if I asked anybody what's their ideal mate, they can list off a million things. But all of those things on that list are things that make them happy. And that's important to say because women will hear this stuff and be like, yeah, that's men. They nasty. Yep, that's them. <laughs> no, when you say lust, we're talking about what pleases you. And the things that please women may not be like that, but they it's still wrong in its sense because right. it's you whether it's you want to be pleased from being secure from all, you know, all of this still pleasure at the end yeah. of the day. So so the the mechanics or the mechanisms that I'm using to seek out are different than the, the way that God is seeking out. When he's looking for someone for me, he's not looking. He, he's not like, yo, I found this bad one. Like, right. you're going to love her. Like Everything no. on your checklist, she got it. <laughs> yeah, this flies in the face of the, the pastors that say, you know, write down the type of man you want. Sit it under your pillow. Go in your war room. Put it in your war room, you know, and, and pray on this. And God, no, that's not the way God works. He is not, God is not assimilating or conforming himself to your desires. He's expecting you to conform and assimilate your desires <laughs> to his yes. will. And that includes what he deems best for you. That's why you're supposed to be just walking in the way because it's hard enough. It's a full time job trying to walk in God's way. Yep. The energy that you put towards anything else only weakens your resolve in trying to walk in God's way. Yep. So, number one, I said it was two things. Said, number one, the mechanism in which we use is faulty. We got to establish that. Got to establish that. Number two. The idea of getting someone is broken because I can't get what I need. Because I'm only getting according to who I am now. God, everything that he does is based on the totality of man. Yep. It's based on the past, the present and the future. Yep. Everything that we do is right now. So it's, it's tons of times that people go and they they grab mates or they grab people that that make them happy right now. Only for five years down the line, 10 years down the line, this person no longer scratches that itch, meets that expectation. And it's entertains scary. those sensibilities that you once had. Maybe you outgrew them. Yeah. Maybe they outgrew you because you didn't understand how God works. He doesn't work according to 
what you want. And it's crazy how easy it is to remember those moments. Like, I feel like if you if anybody ever sat down and thought about whoever the first person they dated was, you think back at that person, they would not you probably wouldn't be able to have a conversation with that person. Like you said, we we've just be focused on the now. I think for full disclosure, it should be said you are talking to two virgins. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. (laughs) For for full disclosure, <laughs> it should be said that you're talking to two people who um who are, haven't delved out into the world of dating and the world of uh I guess you could just say the world, the world of dating yeah. who haven't delved in the world of dating and or as experienced in it as the typical average person. So what I'm sharing with you isn't uh, a expertise on the side that you're from. It's like if we're from two different countries, I I can't come to your country and tell you how things work. You can tell me how things work better than I could tell you how things work. But what I'm trying to share with you is how things work on my side. You know, I'm from the side where, you know, I'm 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 not a virgin out of anything but choice. Right. I share the same freedoms you have. I'm not single out of anything but choice. I share the same desires you have. Yep. I'm single and I'm a virgin because I have decided at my age, I'm 35. And I have decided that it is better to be in the will of God than to suffer like so many people I see. See, because while I have no experience in engaging in that world, I have all the experience in the world of watching those who do. Yep. And it's crazy how quick people are to say, like, especially for me, like, you just haven't been turned out yet. <laughs> I have gotten that uh, a yeah. lot. Like, I mean, I, it's the it's the running joke. It, <laughs> like, it's like it's easy to do all this talk because yeah. you know you ain't it ain't happening yet. So. It's like yeah, yeah. You know, I hear you, Force. Yeah, you just wait. You just wait, brother. That one is gonna come, and you gonna be not. Nah, and it's honestly that may possibly be the case. I don't know the future. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We operate from a sense of humility in the, in the idea of I'm just trying to walk in the will of God. Right. I'm not telling you anything close to being force is perfect. Right. What I'm telling you is obedience is better than sacrifice. And while I haven't walked in that world, I've walked in the world of pride. I've walked in the world of I'm trying to get either. of lust and of desire and ambition and trying to get things my way. And I'm telling you that in trying to get those things my way, I learned that it's better to do it God's way and let him add to you as he please. As he pleases. So I'm not compartmentalizing it. And you guys shouldn't compartmentalize things to say, yo, you know what? It may work out that way for that. But when it come to my love life, 
you know, I have an idea of what I need and what I want, but then you're willing to listen to me because you don't have an idea of what your career is or what your passions are. And you're like, you know what? I need to just seek God. It's like that in every part of your life. Every single part. It, what, what does it say? Proverbs 3 and 5 and 6 says, you know, what? Ooh, What's well, Google it. Google it. <laughs> no, no, I know. <laughs> Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. heart. Lean not to thy own understanding in all, all thy, thy ways. ways. Acknowledge him. He will direct you. He will direct your path. Righteousness is very much that. We said righteousness is the way of God. Yeah. So righteousness is a two-part thing. It's getting out of the way and getting in Into the way. It's t acknowledging God in all of your ways will cause you to turn your ways into his way. So as a righteous man, a man who chooses to be righteous, who is asking God every day for the power, patience and the perseverance that everybody needs, that everybody needs to walk in his way and not in mind. I acknowledge him in all that I do. That means that I don't do it unless he says, okay, got to understand what acknowledgement means. Acknowledgement yes. means that I am accepting or admitting. So he says in all of your ways, accept or admit the ways of God. Right. Oh my goodness. You got to understand what this means is that I'm taking on a new reality. That reality permeates through everything, including your blessed, precious love life. <sighs> It, it permeates in all of that. All of it. Now I'm not looking for anybody. I'm looking to please God. And when you say all this, I can see people listening being like, like, it just it just seems like it's so much easier to give God all the big stuff, like our troubles and our worries and stuff. But when you start talking about those little things, like our love life and those little things that we do and it, like you said, those those things got to be included. We have to acknowledge him in all of our ways. And he will direct your path. What what do you what, what do you mean? He's going to take you on a way in which you will find things. Right. <laughs> I, I I know that for sure. I found a business by seeking God. Stop fighting it. Stop trying to do things my way. Stop trying to be my version of ambitious. Stop, start operating in a way in which I'm only seeking God. Guide me. My requests, as people love to do, my requests, my prayers are constantly give me what you want. And it's not it's not like you'll stumble across these things and it'll feel good. I feel like that's another thing. People always think like, oh, this feels right. This feels wrong. And instead of really centering themselves and understanding. You know, that's an excellent point. But it, it, it ties back into the mechanisms we use are wrong. Yeah. When people even say, do you believe in love at first sight? That's so, you all wrong. Well, off, think off about what you're saying. You're saying, you're you do, you, what you see. Do, do you believe that you can feel an intense way about someone just upon seeing them once? Of course, I believe in that. I believe that's in that wholeheartedly. I mean, it's, we, we have flesh. That's, that's what the it's a feeling. about. Yeah. But when we're operating, like she said, we're operating from a sense of our emotions are no longer our Ouija board. Yeah. They're not telling us where to go and what to do. It feels right. 
this just feels right. There's people that's Everybody cheating on their spouse that. right now because it, it feel right. right There's man. people that are leaving whole families because it feel right. Yep. Never even taking into thought or consideration of the little man that they leaving behind. Yep. And that's, let's not even go to the whole scripture about um, how our hearts are deceitfully wicked. Who can yeah. trust it? Happy <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> there you go. I mean, our hearts are deceitfully wicked. Who can know it? Now, your heart is trying to get you to know somebody else and you don't even know what your heart is up to. Yep. You it's just working against you. It's like every every date that you're going on is a blind date. And you're like, I know this person. No, you don't. Your heart feels like it does and leads you to believe that this is good. But honestly, the whole of who you are doesn't know this person. And people engage in things with people they barely know because their heart gives them a sense of comfortability in a place where their mind, if their mind could operate devoid of that chemical and those emotions, their, their mind would be, hey, hey, what are we doing here? Yep. It's scary. What These are we hearts, doing? Man. These things in us. These emotions that drive us to do crazy things. Yeah. These emotions that... Are, are constantly at odds with God. Let me tell you why they're at odds with God. Your emotions cause you to seek things that are outside of God. I ain't never seen somebody's emotions drive them to read the Bible, never. drive them to pray, never. drive them to seek God in all his, their ways so that he can add to them as he please. No, your emotions drive you to seek other things. That's why it's hard for somebody to sit and pray for five minutes before a woman, a man will sit on the phone for three hours and listen to nonsense. Yep. Can't utter five words to God, but can talk for hours with a woman. Yep. <laughs> can't give God 10% if that's, if let's say tithing is that thing. We're not even going to go there. <laughs> yeah, but let's just say, can't give God 10 bucks, right. but we'll spend $300 on a woman. Yep. You got to see things yeah. in the way that God wants you to see it. Everything he does is about him. Even when he gives you someone, it's about him. Yep. If we don't operate from that perspective, we're putting ourselves in a place where you can't expect things to be how you want them to be for a long time. Because yep. that's the other part of this is that whatever God does he sustains whatever he does glorifies him and everything that we do. We want it to last a long time because it makes us feel good. Everything that we do, we want it to glorify us, not God. And that's especially when you think of dating, when we going back to that, like all these relationships, like how I was saying, ended up not being sustained, not amounting to anything because I went based on now and what I want it now. As innocent as it may have seemed. Yeah. And that's a whole nother thing, too. Yeah. I mean, I think the innocence I, of it all. I think I said to you the other day, like, there's no funner time in relationships than that moment before everybody's intentions are revealed. Yep. <laughs> Everybody's just like, you know, they just selling the person the idea that you like and you selling that and everybody's, everybody's buying it. Cool. You're buying cool. it. All of a sudden. <laughs> Time comes through and time reveals true intentions. Yep. 
It's like you a know? light switch. It's just yeah. I mean, I literally heard somebody say, if you want to find out if a man is right for you, don't give him none. Don't give him none and you'll find out the man is right for you. No. Even that is fleshly, Motivated. human yeah. mechanics. <laughs> fleshly human mechanics to try to find something that's spiritual. How can I find the the man that God wants for me? Oh, I'll just withhold my vagina from him. That'll show me whether this man is of God. No, what that'll show you is whether this man has determination, has, has determination, or not. <laughs> has patience, has willpower, which they all do, by the way. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 or even if they don't, it, it you all you're doing is testing the limits of a man. Yeah. But you're not really trying to find the will of God. Yep. Which are two different things. Two different things. Let's say you do. You don't get this man none. You ain't with him all the time. Who to say he ain't going and get it for somebody else to hold him over until your will breaks? <laughs> yeah. You like, yeah. He's still around. And then the crazy thing is, too, you'll te they'll tease at it during that whole. So you're all both of you guys are working your way all the way up to it. And then, like, I, I've never understood that concept. Well, like, it's so it, weird it, to me. It's it's an interesting thing. And, and for for a very specific purpose, I am not getting into how to date. I'm not getting into how to court. Mm -mm. I'm not getting into any of that stuff. Let me tell you why I'm not getting into it. Because it defeats our purpose, what we were just talking about. Well, you know, if you don't have the first part correct, everything else, even when it's trying to be done the right way, still is losing its purpose. Right. It's like you got fresh ingredients, except for the meat has gone bad. So you in the kitchen, you got a worldwide chef cooking, you got the freshest ingredients, he's cooking it up, all of a sudden, it looks amazing, you bite into it and you like, this don't taste right. Yep. What could be wrong? Oh, I used all the right ingredients, the freshest ingredients, except for the meat. The meat was bad. Yep. We can go about things the right way, but if we are not going about it with the right things... We already missed it. Yep. I'm not talking about courting. Y'all can figure that out. Because I feel like if you trust God to find to, to find someone. Then you are already the type of person that's going to be asking God to lead to you yep. and guide you in how to sustain it. Yep. We ain't going there. You put the cart before the horse. People ready to ready to talk about dating and, dating how to and do courting. It, yeah. It's like I read whole books about it when I was in my last relationship. Like, <laughs> and they tell you like you stay, you know, you you stay in group settings. You uh, you don't talk about certain things. You you try to do like just fun type things like movies and amusement parks things. You know that don't create that intimacy initially. Yeah, like whole books about it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I leave it to other people to. Um, validate whether it's it's biblical or not. God bless you. But for right now, for the person who's single, for the person who doesn't have somebody, who person who's quote unquote in between relationships, 
maybe you just talking to a bunch of people and you you just you wish it was somebody who was committed to you. I would submit to you that challenge yourself to commit to God in the way that you wish somebody would commit to you. And just look into that and just see where is God even fitting in this picture? Like, is he even present in that that thought process and in, in what you're doing? Um, that's that's my encouragement. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm along the same lines of that. It, it's it becomes this thing of are we willing to look beyond what we want to what God wants? And that will answer almost every question in your life. Yeah. It'll, it'll... I, I, I think everything kind of even Valentine's Day, I could we could do a podcast about any old holiday. If you want to be the best mother, daughter, sister, brother, uncle, aunt, best employee, you want to be the best spouse, you want to find the best mate. All of this is lined up with how committed are you? to pleasing and glorifying God 